Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Rhino was trying to tell me to turn my sound off on my phone, and I thought I did it, but once I put my headphones on, couldn't tell. Two days in a row, I missed it. Golly. (laughs) Sorry about that, folks. Good morning, nonetheless. Wait, what day is this? Friday Eve. Friday Eve. Finally got my wits about me. Got my phone. I've been on a uh, a board meeting this morning, uh, learning about some really cool software uh, to be used in the treatment of autism. Pretty cool. Yeah, a joint project uh, between Canopy Children's Solutions. Uh, honored to be a member of that board and Microsoft involved in this collaborative project. Fact is, uh, we've got. More children being diagnosed with autism, and there really just ain't enough folks to go around, therapists, to care for them. So new software to help test and diagnose, treat, is uh, in the works. Just another application of um, artificial intelligence built into software to kind of replicate some of the more routine tasks that a human would perform. You're going to see more and more of this, of course. I had a run-in with some artificial intelligence yesterday at the grocery store. <laughs> I, I have I, I feel a little offended that uh, self-checkout didn't have my back as many times as I have defended it what happened? against angry boomers. But I went to self-checkout, and I there were like some chocolate chips or something on clearance on the clearance rack for dirt cheap. So I'm like, hey, chocolate chips. I like yep. to make cookies and things. I'll grab a couple of these. Gotcha. But being on the clearance rack and trying to get rid of them, they were poorly labeled. The barcode was printed on the red part of the label instead of the white part of the label, so it didn't scan very ah, well. Gotcha. So I've got two of them in my hand, standing there at the self-checkout. One refuses to scan. The other gives me a beep. Hmm. They're the same exact thing. So I scan one, put the one that won't scan in the bag, scan another, or scan the same one that'll beep, put them both in the bag. I now have two things in my bag, and it goes crazy. It's like, hold up. You need help. Somebody's on their way. 
the nice lady came over, and it says it's something about uh, misscanned or didn't scan correctly, or it's accusing me of trying to steal some chocolate chips. Really? Yeah, that's bizarre. So she hits the button, and it starts playing video of the camera right above <laughs> me. So I reach in the bag, I pull out the two bags of chocolate chips, I hold them up, I'm like, see, one didn't scan, the other did. That's what happened. She pushes okay on a couple different videos of me trying to <laughs> apparently steal chocolate chips. And we all had a good laugh. That's pretty good. But it, it, that's artificial intelligence. It was watching for something yep. that was out of the ordinary. Yep. And it saw it. Yep. Very cool. That's uh, just an <laughs> another uh, benefit of AI there, as we could say. You know, I, <laughs> I went to school in high school with a guy that was on my baseball team. Was I thought I was going to do that for a living at one time. And and uh, so we were, after practice, we frequently, we, we rode together, we carpooled. We stopped at a convenience store close to the school. And and he, uh, I, I never noticed it before. I didn't watch him. But one day I was looking at him reaching his hand into the refrigerator where all the drinks were. And this is back when most drinks were had the uh, sealed caps on the bottles, and you had to use an opener to open the drink. And it was kind of a big deal when the twist-off was introduced. The drinks got bigger, you had a twist-off, the uh, idea being it was easier to open, and you might not drink it all in one sitting, and so you'd put the top back on, twist it on, and store it away. I looked in the, <laughs> looked at him one day. He pulls it out, the drink, with a twist off, takes a few swigs, and puts it back. <laughs> and I said, man, what are you doing? And he basically said he couldn't afford it. I said, well, I'll buy you a drink, you know. And so I told my parents, and they started sending me with an extra dollar or so to buy him a drink. And I think he had been doing that for a while, and I guess I just never noticed it. Um, <laughs> but that's the old twist-offs. I haven't seen anybody do that. Of course, nowadays you do have cameras all over the place inside these stores, as you said. Oh, yeah, there was a camera right above me watching me try to scan two bags of chocolate chips and fail. That's funny. And the AI was like, oh, he must be trying to steal them. Yeah. Speaking of AI, you know those guys at Amazon, they bought Whole Foods supermarket. I talked about this a couple of years ago when when the company announced it, what I'm about to discuss. But I think today it uh, it goes into production. It either most or all um, whole, whole Foods markets, and that is the ability to scan your palm on checkout. Now, a lot of people have a problem with that. So you link your palm through biometrics to a, essentially a credit card, a debit card, some form of payment, and you just simply scan your palm. Now, I don't know why you can't use scanning of your phone, because you can do that now with the various payment tools. This is a weird one that a lot of people are likely to have a problem with. What do you think? Scan your palm. Now, I've honestly, 
I don't really have too much of a problem with it, but that's only because one of the first jobs I ever had was at a pharmacy where to clock in, you put in your code, put your hand in, it scanned your hand, yeah, and that's how you clocked in and out. Well, that's right. Uh, and, you know, it's biometric hand palm readers. And biometrics have gotten a lot better since then. That was the early 2000s. Way better. Of course, this is a situation where it's, it's just a, a rectangular scanning glass, and you simply just wave your palm over it fairly rapidly. At my data center, we did have, it was called a uh, hand geometry reader, and you would place your your hand under the reader, and it had little metal posts on a metal base, a steel base, to separate your fingers. You'd put your fingers... Uh, around the post, if you will, with your palm fully and your fingers extended. And it would read it, and then that would, it would store it, and you use that every time you access the floor. So it's uh, best practices in physical security for data centers is usually three forms of authentication, and one of those being biometric. We use that. Hand geometry readers, what it was called. It's pretty cool. It was kind of new when we installed it 15 or so years ago. I'm still waiting for the eyeball scanners with the vocal imprint where you got to walk up to it and scan your eye and then say a phrase. It's coming, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy, though. But all, all of Which that... Which the first time I ever saw that in a movie was Richie Rich, of all things. I remember that. Richie Rich. To get in the family vault, he had to scan his eye and say some <laughs> silly phrase. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, you know, up there in Washington today, the House Democrats are working on passing a bill which would make the District of Columbia a state. And there is broad support for that. It is expected to pass. There's broad support in the Beltway. Yeah, big time. What, a population of 800,000, I think, in D.C.? And Where weed is so legal that they were handing out joints at the local pharmacy <laughs> just because you showed your, hey, I got my vaccine. Unbelievable. Are you kidding me? Not kidding you. Vaccine equals pot. Weed. In D.C. Unbelievable. It's incredible. <laughs> so that probably works better than cash. <laughs> Those people. <laughs> Anyhow, this bill is sponsored by uh, Eleanor Holmes, who's the representative of D.C. They don't, since they're not a state, they don't have any senators, and that's the, the main purpose of this. It's a power grab, there's no question. It uh, has a rather long road to hoe over there in the Senate. Would require 60 votes, unless they kill the filibuster. So all this stuff puts the filibuster into focus. We got a break right here as Combat pumps us out on this TV theme show Thursday. Our friend Richard Cross, host of Sports Talk Mississippi, will join us. Stay with us. The JT Show continues after these messages.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 69, a slight chance of rain tonight, low around 50. Your Friday, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 70 degrees. Saturday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 77. And for your Sunday, sunny skies, high near 77. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades, and pool sticks too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a deal. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus, bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. The all-new Ace Bolt and Screw is open with new extended hours in Gluckstadt to serve you for not only all of your faster and power tool needs, but we can now take care of much more. Now open on weekends to be there for you when you need supplies for all your projects. From fertilizer to landscape timbers and pine straw to Spartan mosquito eradicators, we've got you covered. Ace Bolt and Screw of Gluckstadt, now open with extended and weekend hours. Come see us. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Now, 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 back to The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino. Great news, everybody. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around, but those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd lead you? 
Welcome back, Mr. Cater. And welcome back to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this. Friday Eve. Joining us now on the line, our good friend, the host of Sports Talk Mississippi, Richard Cross. Morning, Richard. Gerard, what's up, my friend? Man, we're just uh, living the dream here at Super Talk and <laughs> just having a great time, except I almost didn't get on the air to start the show. I had my phone on. Rhino was trying to tell me, and it was emitting audio. And nobody wants to hear that. But we're all squared away now. Appreciate you joining us. Wanted to have you on to talk about this legislation recently enacted via signature by Governor Reeves that would allow players to receive remuneration for their name, image, and likeness. What Did I say that right, first of all? Did I describe it correctly? Well, no, you didn't, because you said players. It's it's student athletes. Okay, George. excuse student me. Student athletes. Excuse me. Thank Come you. On. Excuse me. Be technically uh, proper. Uh, yeah. So there are four states: uh, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, and New Mexico. Yeah. Who on July first of this year, year of our Lord, twenty twenty one. Uh, who will have laws that go into effect that allow uh, student-athletes to earn money from their name, image, and likeness. There are nine additional states uh, who have pending uh, legislation, some of which wow. has already been signed and has a, a, like an active date. It's just not as soon as these first four. Uh, and this creates uh, what Mark Emmert called uh, chaos if, uh, <laughs> if Congress at the federal level does not enact in a law that will supersede all these state laws. Interesting. So, it, so the, would that suggest it's just inevitable? A matter of time? Is the is the states kind of wanted a time uh, enact laws such as this that it just looks like this is coming, going to be decreed and enacted? I guess at the federal level, which would apply to all fifty states. How do you see that playing out? Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately that's what we're going to get. But um, I'm not sure that that uh, we've got a history of watching the uh, the federal Congress act on anybody's timetable uh, yeah. other than their own. <laughs> uh, I don't know that they look at January fir- or excuse me July 1st as some drop-dead date. Uh, I think they'll get to it when they see good and fit. It is on the radar. Uh, Senator Wicker is, uh, is actually somebody that's been very, very involved in this process. Yep. And I promise you, if you are a college sports fan, um, perhaps with some tweaks, but the bill that Senator Wicker is working on is the one that we want to be enacted, not the one, uh, the student-athlete Bill of Rights bill that is coming from uh, from Senator Booker from uh, New Jersey? Yeah. Is that yeah. where he's from? New Jersey, yep. Um, that is not the route we want to go, because it is a bill that is laden with language like, you know, student-athletes should receive 50% of all revenue that, that's coming into the school. I mean, it's... It, it, it's ridiculous stuff that would allow athletics departments or would cause athletics departments not to be able to continue the way they are. Yeah. Um, I, I, this might be taking you in a different angle, and you can tell me to shut up, and, and that'll be just fine. Here, here's the thing that's always stood out to me, Gerard, mm-hmm. with this conversation. I am fine, fine, fine with the idea of student-athletes receiving more. But we have to I think we have to make sure that the language is they are receiving more because the idea that they are receiving nothing is patently false. That's you are right. throwing uh, in the face of people who 
uh, you know, walk away from four or five or six or eight years of school with a mountain of student loan debt because it was important. And so if it was important for somebody to take on six figures worth of, of debt to get a college degree, uh, don't, don't tell me that's not an important piece of what we're doing here. So we've got a college education that's fully paid for. We've got room and board that's fully paid for. A lot of these student athletes are getting Pell Grants, uh, you know, because of the, the economic circumstances from which they come. Yep. Uh, we've got cost of attendance uh, stipends yep. that, you know, uh, I mean, it, there's a lot that is coming to these college athletes, especially the ones that are on full scholarship. Right. So I'm fine with saying they need more, and we need to look at ways to compensate them, and I think this name, image, and likeness is a really good way to go about it, but I am so weary of the conversation of they get nothing. Because that's just not true. I'm with you, my friend. I totally agree. And uh, what you described, I think, is uh, not widely understood in terms of the benefits that uh, accrue to a college athlete. They they are significant and substantial. Your point about, well, then why do people go into debt? I would also submit, well, then why does the government want to pay for education? I mean, there's a move, certainly on the Democrat side, to, you know, make college tuition free. If it if it's not worth anything, then why do they want to pay for it? Uh, you know, yeah. so it, it, we could go down the rat hole on that. But do you think that part of the issue here, Richard, from a, just a perception perspective, is that you watch these athletes, uh, it, especially in football, they're in these giant ornate stadiums that are packed. They see all these facilities. They know all the coaches are making a whole bunch of money. They see them on TV all the time. And they sort of, at least the perception is, they're just kind of product. They're sort of pawns in this big, you know, game of kings, so to speak. And people think, well, since they're the product and they're producing the entertainment, if you will, they need to participate more in that. Yeah, I, I, I do, and and I probably that's the reason, or at least part of the reason that that I say what I say. I, I don't have a problem with saying that, especially football and basketball players, yeah. because I'm, I'm a market capitalist. So let's talk about the guys who are generating the revenue, yep. and, and that's that's no disrespect in, intended to any male or female athlete who is participating in a sport that is a non-revenue generating. Uh, entity. I mean, I, I think college athletics is part of the college experience, and for all of the faults of the NCAA, I, I do think participating in athletics helps produce future leaders and all those things. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for going off on a no, tangent. no, it's fine. But, yeah. but ultimately, yes, um, it's a hundred dollar ticket to get on in on game day. We're we're a long past. Billy Brewer and Jackie Sherrill making $175,000 a year as a head coach, and, you know, they got a, a, a courtesy car and a, a country club membership. Right. Um, you know, assuming there was a country club that was worthwhile when, when, when they were there. Well, a, a sport that's coat. way past. <laughs> you sport coat and a tie from somebody, you know. That was... <laughs> it, it, exactly. Exactly. No, I hear so you. It's big when business. You're talking about, when you're talking about four, five, six million dollars for a head coach, and budgets, you know, for entire athletics departments that are north of a hundred million dollars. Yep. Uh, in some cases, north of two hundred million dollars at some of the, the bigger schools. Uh, I, I get it. Yeah. But a lot of the money that's coming in is being spent on student athletes. It's just not going directly into their pocket in the term of, as you used earlier, remuneration. Right. Uh, you know, they're not they're not getting handed Benjamins 
on a, on a weekly basis from the school specifically, uh, but they are certainly receiving significant benefits in terms of tutoring and massage therapy and medical care and insurance payments and, yeah. and all of those things. You just wonder if this, uh, however, is kind of a first step to ultimately uh, what I believe is inevitable, which is privatization of college athletics. I, I just have thought for many years we're headed in that direction. And I think to a great extent it's because I also believe that the traditional linear degree is going to ultimately give way to more specialized, what I call certifications. I've talked about that on the show. But all of the evolution of all that and I think the, uh, kind of that transformation is going to affect college athletics where maybe the school, the way I envision it, would sort of franchise out their athletics and receive royalties for that. The experience would be the same, the, the brand, the markings, the facilities, and so forth. But it, rather than colleges having athletic departments, there would be some private entities that would manage all this, and the players would be paid. Yeah. I hope you're wrong. We, we've got that model. It's called professional sports. I agree, and, and I hope and, I'm and wrong, do, too. Yeah, I, I do still see value in uh, in college athletics. But but it's not just value that, that I see for the participants. I mean, I think there's value for the university community writ sure. large. I mean, th- there's value for uh, having a reason for alums and friends of the university to come back half a dozen weekends a year during football season and another three or four for basketball and baseball, you know, no whatever the numbers are. Uh, yeah. I think in terms of branding for the university, it's important. And I know that doesn't completely go away, but it is a completely different model well, that I you're agree. talking about. And uh, I, I don't like that. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I hope you're wrong. Yeah, I hear you. It's just a theory, and I see this kind of as a first step. Uh, we got a break right here. Can you hang? you got to go. i got a couple other questions for you. No, I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, we'll take a break right here, and we'll come back with Richard Cross, host of Sports Talk, right after these messages. The JT Show continues. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. 
Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. The Sheraton Flowwood will be hosting a job fair. We're hiring for positions in food and beverage, housekeeping, finance, sales, engineering, and front office. The job fair will be at the Sheraton Flowwood at 2200 Refuge Boulevard in Flowwood on Friday, April 23rd from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, April 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And also on Friday, April 30th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, May 1st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can also apply online at AIM Bridge Hospitality com Camp Kamasa. Sounds like a wonderful place, doesn't it? It surely will be. When complete, Camp Kamasa will be Mississippi's only year-round, fully handicap-accessible camp facility for children and adults with special needs. The MTK Foundation invites you to join our online auction, Boots and Bling, benefiting Camp Kamasa April 24th from 6 to 8 p.m. Visit mtkfound.com or the MTK Foundation page on Facebook to register for this wonderful event benefiting a wonderful place. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Stories that the COVID-19 death count is inflated have persisted since the pandemic hit. Dr. Mark Horn is president of the Mississippi State Medical Association. I don't believe that. Our small hospital in Laurel has over 100 uh, people who've died of COVID, and I'm the chief medical officer, and I know the people caring for those I've cared for some of them that died. They died of COVID-19. And billions in stimulus funding will soon begin flowing into Mississippi. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman breaks down where the dollars will go. Education is $1.6 billion. Universities and colleges get $430 million. The state of Mississippi gets $1.8 billion. All of those together, along with mental health and a bunch of other things, is about $5.6 billion. In addition to that, the workers' compensation checks will be paid of approximately $3.4 billion to Mississippians. Postman says the final total comes out to $9 billion. I'm Andy Davis. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced
by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. sick that we're staying home from school today, right? <laughs> Just so we can tune in to Bob Barker and the price is right. <laughs> Johnny Olson speaking. Man, I wish I had his voice. He's so awesome. Richard Cross, host of Sports Talk Mississippi, is our guest. So, yeah, and I, and I want to make it clear, Richard, I I share your sentiment that I don't want this to become a reality. I, I've just... I've been on the side of, I guess, predicting it. And I, I look, I, I'm nobody as far as that's concerned. And it's, it's really, uh, my prediction is driven by not athletics, but economics. And I, I see a time in the not-so-distant future where we, we kind of transition away from these traditional go-to-school four or five years with some structured curriculum and come out with a degree and I think the schools are going to sort of struggle with, with that transition from an economics perspective, and they're going to look for ways to address that and mitigate that. And maybe that means shedding athletics as a, a, fun, a core function of the school, but rather contracting that, if you will. The experience is the same, everything's the same. Now, look, this is just Gerard's opinion, no more, nothing less, um, just crystal ball opinion. Uh, I wanted to ask you, though, all right, so how much can these student-athletes, what do you think they potentially could make off of uh, this law that, that Governor Reeves just signed? Give, give me kind of your thoughts and example on that, if you will. There is so much to unpack from what you said before you asked that question. <laughs> and, and, and the timing of the question that you asked, or, or the, the statement that you were making, is fascinating. I was actually... Uh, on the phone earlier this morning with uh, one of our state's brightest business leaders who yeah. has concerns uh, about the you know the, the trajectory for student enrollment yep. and you know has got some ideas on on how you might be able to help that going forward but um, that's that's probably an entirely different uh, different conversation but it certainly is a fascinating one yeah um, look within the kind of as a subset of of sports as a whole i've always been wildly fascinating by by the business of sports the business side of of college athletics and professional athletics sure so you know to specifically answer your question i mean i think the the range is vast in terms of what student athletes have the ability to earn based on their name image and likeness and this is kind of i'll give you a, a national example and then a forthcoming local example uh, on the high end of the spectrum. So Zion Williamson, who played one year at Duke a couple of years ago and is now with the New Orleans Pelicans, 
um, was probably the most marketable college basketball player of the last at least decade, maybe two decades. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of his games were on national television. He was a star. He had that smile that, you know, just ear to ear grin. Yep. Uh, the, 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 the body type to go along with the way that he played and his performance on the floor, he would have been a seven figure guy. Okay. But that would be the exception. Seven the, figures the, while he's in college, right? We're talking while, about while he while he is in college. Wow. And, and and I don't think it would have been. I don't think the first number would have been a one. Uh, because, gotcha. And but but here's the thing. So a school like Nike, or I'm sorry, a company like Nike, who is already contracted with Duke, would be looking down the line to this guy's only going to be in college for a year. We can go ahead and get the deal done now. And maybe it's a, a multi-year, eight-figure deal that just carries over into his time as the in the NBA because it's only, you know, a year away or six months away. Yep. He's he's the outlier in college basketball. So forthcoming, more local example, Arch Manning, who is what a rising junior at Newman High School in uh, in New Orleans, yep. and is the the son of Cooper Manning, um, has already been ranked as a five-star quarterback. And every major football program in America covets his signature for him to be their future quarterback. He's going to be a big earner, if he so chooses, as a result of name, image, and likeness. But let's use um, Ben Brown as an example. Uh, I I think he was a senior last year on the Ole Miss offensive line. That's a good play in the NFL. Offensive lineman. So is Ben going to command what the quarterback commands? Of course not. But I think that there are multiple things that somebody like Ben Brown could capitalize on. One, these kids are going to have the ability to generate revenue through social media channels. And yeah. you know, Instagram has kind of changed its algorithm on how people get paid. You know, if you've got a certain number of followers, then you kind of fall into the influencer category and you can get you know, compensation for posts. Right. But I think you'll have companies, uh, you know, Mississippi companies even, if we're talking about a Mississippi player who will say, look, I want to attach our brand to them, but we're not going to sign them to a $50,000 contract to do commercials for us, but we want them to promote our products through Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and because it's got a big follower base, maybe they can generate a few thousand dollars uh, over the course of a year. And then the other thing to me is... A lot of these kids, especially Mississippi kids that stay at home and play for Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Southern Miss, they were stars in their hometowns, and maybe they came from small hometowns. Yeah. So maybe there's not an endorsement deal that comes from Oxford or a statewide company or Starkville or a national company. Maybe it's their hometown. Maybe they're from uh, Greenville, and, and maybe there's a, a local tire shop that, you know, watch this kid play football all the way up and says, man, we're going to do a billboard, we're going to put his face on it, and we're going to do some radio spots, and we're going to have his voice on that. And we're going to pay him $2,500. That's great. That's fantastic. And I don't know what your financial situation was when you were in college, Gerard. $2,500 extra when I was in school would have been significant. Monumental amount of money. It would have been a really, really big, you know, adjusted for inflation, whatever you want to do, whatever that number was based on $2,500 in 2021 would have been a big deal for Richard Cross. No question. Um, Me too. So, so, so I think there's a lot of good that can come from this, but I really think the range is, is crazy. And here's the thing. 
So you, you say, okay, this is going to be geared to football and men's basketball players. Well, yes, but what about the gymnast at UCLA that a couple of years ago went viral and had Instagram posts that were, were you know, uh, topping, you know, uh, she's got a million followers on it. She's going to make real money. And it's it's certainly in a non-traditional deal. And then last example, let's use Jake Mangum at Mississippi State, you know, the, okay. the unbelievable career that he had. Yep. So Jake didn't have the ability to, to teach. You know, think about kids in the in the Jackson metro area that for a month when he could get home for the summer, if he chose to do so, would be willing to pay, you know, parents would be willing to pay an hourly rate to him to teach their kids how to hit. Sure. I mean, it's an yeah, easy way for, for a college baseball player to go earn, you know, five or $10,000 in the summer. Yep. Uh, so I think there are a lot of different things that are positive that are opened up as a result of this. Yeah, that's, and that's interesting. And, you know, one thing, I guess, that you point out that is easy to overlook is the number of outlets and platforms that yep. are available to produce income and compensation. Uh, and while you were talking, I was thinking about when Ole Miss played Tennessee uh, back when Peyton was on the team. You remember we went to Knoxville and played, and I went, and I remember going to uh, the the bookstore, if you will, on campus, which I don't know if you've ever been there. It's like a Walmart. You know, it's gigantic. But it's Tennessee. It's when they had 50,000 students and, you know, 20 checkout counters, checkout lines, registers, and so forth. Anyhow, the place was covered up with Peyton Manning stuff, including these, you know, full-size cardboard cutouts of Peyton standing in the pocket, you know, with a football in his hand. And they were selling all that stuff like crazy. And I was just thinking, how much could he have generated under this situation today? Uh, good grief. Well, and, and, you know, in the past, you've been able to sell jerseys with numbers on them, but you couldn't put names on them. Right. So right. If, if you put, you know, that Manning name on the back of a number 16 Tennessee Vol jersey, I mean, is, is there an avenue for him to receive compensation for that? that? That's, you know, I don't know the mechanics of how that is going to work. I think that's going to be complicated. Yeah. You know, the, the other part of this law that, that has been enacted in Mississippi and, and really is kind of what Alabama, Florida, and New Mexico are rolling out as well, is these athletes have the uh, option of obtaining representation. So so they can now enter into agent agreements so that they're not out trying to peddle these deals on their own. They've got somebody that's representing them. You know, the, the good agents are great. Yeah. The unscrupulous ones, you know, you, you find that in every industry uh, that, that generates revenue on planet Earth. I mean, you, you got good apples and you get bad apples. Sure. Um, you hope that there's a certification process that's in place and, and some oversight that uh, allows these kids not to be taken advantage of. Yeah. You know, uh, something else, Richard, I just got to say that does concern me is you're throwing an 18-year-old into business contracts and, and uh, th- these sort of agreements and generating all this money. I don't know. There's a certain amount of that that, that bothers me uh, somewhat. I, I don't think they're ready. I don't think their families are ready. And, I, and I'm not, uh, I guess uh, it's not, um, uh, what am I trying? I don't resent it in any way. I, I, it bothers me, though. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, I have heard you know people going, oh, well, are they going to have to pay income taxes? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. they're going to have to income. pay income tax. Sure. But so be it. I mean, yeah. we all pay income tax. And yeah. 
you know, I, I think, I know we're running out of time, yeah. that, that college more than anything is about a transition into adulthood. Right. And so this is real life stuff. Right, in, um, right off the bat. Lawyers and accountants, <laughs> contracts. We got to go. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining us, Richard. See you See soon. You, yeah, man. We'll be right back. The JT Show continues. I'm Liz Brister with Entergy. We want to help you lower your bill, which means lowering your energy usage. Making smart choices with your appliances can help save money on your bill year-round. We have programs that offer cash incentives and rebates when you choose to buy energy-efficient appliances and products. Learn more at Entergy.com slash efficiency. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. Our farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey. And the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. From a small job to total transformations, just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for this is the opening agri-market report. At the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was down 5 to 86.18. October cotton was up 37 to 85.25. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were up 26 and a quarter to 1505 three quarters per bushel. August soybeans were up 24 and three quarters to 1456 and a half per bushel. July corn was up 12 and a quarter to 618 and three quarters per bushel. September corn was up eight and a half to 565 and a half per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle was up 20 to 117.45. August live cattle was down a nickel to 117.92. August feeders down 75 to 151.17. September feeders down 67 to 153.25. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 125 points, 34,011. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. As a farmer, I want a cooperative that's there for me. Not the other way around. A local co-op that works for me and works with CHS. To connect me with local experts I know and trust. And put a global network of markets and supply at my fingertips. A co-op that's here to help us. Own every day. When you're an owner of a local cooperative connected to CHS, you get local expertise, a proven efficient supply chain, and global market access. Learn more at cooperativeownership.com. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in 
get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, including varieties like DP 2012 B3XF, DP 2020 B3XF, and DP 2038 B3XF. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. That from the Raised on the Radio album, released in 1986, yesterday. We missed it yesterday, we're a day late, but fantastic album, great tune, appreciate that, Rhino. It was also kind of the theme song from an 80s movie called White Water Summer. Yeah. And you, uh, with I, Kevin Bacon and Sean Astin. I, after you said that, I remembered it uh, having a part in the movie. But very cool. Thanks. Appreciate that. You know this whole this whole deal with uh, paying student athletes, not players. Oh gosh, I blew that in college. It's complicated, and uh, I, I think it's going to keep going. Mike in Gulfport says on the ceasefire text line, "This seems like a good first step to eliminating the NCAA." Well, again, I think the NCAA actually supports this, if I'm not mistaken. I think they're because they're trying to begrudgingly. Yeah, exactly. It's very begrudging, and uh, I think they're trying to remain relevant and necessary. They're trying to protect their viability. But steps to remain relevant haven't always been met with uh, joy and jubilation. Just look at the European Super League and that fiasco. Yeah, and Sports Illustrated read an article last night about what would a a Super League in college football look like. That's fascinating. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of fun mental problems you can play with when it comes to applying – Things that are commonplace in the world of soccer to American sports, yeah, such as the idea of Champions Leagues or Super Leagues or promotion and relegation, which I think would be just fascinating in baseball. Would be. Because you have an already tiered system, just like they have in European football, with different sized clubs playing at different levels of competition, but every year... The bottom, however many clubs in the top tier get moved down a tier, and the top teams in the second tier down get moved up, and you you have this moving around that can create chaos economically for the teams, but you have a a richer sense of competition because those last place teams they aren't just playing for a draft pick anymore; they're playing for survival. That's right. 
Yeah, it, it does change the dynamics of that. Uh, I don't on, think it'll ever happen, but it's fun to talk about. Yeah, uh, well, who knows, though, man, with this a uh, lot of stuff I didn't think would ever happen is happening. On the uh, ceasefire text line from the 662, this is Trammell from Greenwood, says, will they be able to make money off training kids or their own private camps? They do that. That's allowable now. I mean, if you're pr- providing legitimate work, uh, as a as a student athlete, well, like with the example of Jake Mangum, he could he could work at a camp and, and get paid and, for it, and get paid as a an employee of the camp. That's right. But they couldn't advertise, "Hey, we got Jake Mangum teaching your kids." The, and what you can't do is pay Jake an outsized amount of money, right, for the same level of work. That's when the NCAA says it looks like you're showing favoritism to an athlete stuff. But uh, I had. Athletes work uh, in the summers as kind of interns at, in my company, uh, college scholarship athletes. And as, and as long as we paid them the, uh, the standard compensation, no problem with that. It's when you pay them some crazy amount of money where it looks like you're showing them some sort of preferential treatment because of their athletic status and, I guess, fame, so to speak. So looking at, by the way, the bill to make... No surprise. D.C. estate, the 51st state, in the House. Uh, 214 on the yay side, all coming from the Democrats. 206 on the nay side, all coming from Republicans. Ten have not voted. Four Democrats and six Republicans. So that's a foregone conclusion there over there in the House. I don't think there's any question, and there wasn't any about that. Uh, you know, the other thing that you can just see coming about if you had, it, it, when you start paying athletes like this, uh, talking about student athletes, are we going to get into all this equity, <laughs> equity conflict? Well, the, the girls on the volleyball team don't make what the quarterback does on the football team. The girl on the volleyball team probably can't make anything off of her. Name, image, and likeness. I, I'm, I don't know if it's a can of worms they really want to open because look at the disproportionate amount of modeling contracts given to female athletes versus male athletes. I mean, yeah, it's because it's government interfering with the market. That's my I mean, concern. If they really want to have this whole equity thing, then they're going to have to force companies to hire male athletes to be male models, oh, and it's geez. not even profitable at that point. You can just see, though. The slippery slope that this leads us down. Oh, boy. Cheers bumps us out. I want to see an O-lineman selling shampoo. (laughs) I like that. Of the first hour on the JT Show. Coming up after the news, we've got Robert St. John, restaurateur, chef, columnist, author. We'll talk to him about what it's like getting workers in the restaurant business. Stay with us. The JT Show continues. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News, I'm Lillian Wu. President Biden makes his push to tackle climate change, hosting a virtual conference where he told 40 world leaders it can create prosperous economies. I see auto workers building the next generation of electric vehicles and electricians installing nationwide for 500,000 
charging stations along our highways. In attendance virtually, Russian President Vladimir Putin, Chinese President Xi Jinping, and Pope Francis. House Republicans have introduced their own conservative climate initiative. Fox's Rachel Sutherland, the so-called Manhattan subway bomber sentenced to 30 years in prison. The Bangladeshi man convicted of setting off a pipe bomb during rush hour in New York City's Times Square station in 2017. He claimed he was only trying to kill himself and not acting on behalf of the Islamic State. America's listening to Fox News. Turning 65 or new to Medicare? Get a $0 premium Medicare plan. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Humana can help making getting care more affordable with our $0 premium plans. You'll enjoy all the benefits you've come to expect and more. Your dollar already has enough to do. Helping you with the budget is only right. To learn more, call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local Humana sales agent. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Senate is forming a committee to study the elimination of the income tax. Senator Daniel Sparks dismissed the notion that the formation of the committee is kicking the can down the road. And I would like to see us be able to cut the personal income tax, but we definitely need to evaluate what that means at every level. House Speaker Philip Gunn says this will be his top priority in next year's session. Between 2016 and 2020, Mississippi paid Centene over a billion dollars to manage Medicaid health insurance benefits. Last year alone, the company took in $111 billion. There is now an investigation into whether the company and its subsidiaries have overcharged taxpayers or worse. Representative Becky Curry told us she's never understood why Centene was brought in. We hired a middleman instead of putting our dollars, you know, having a doctor's office bill Medicaid, Medicaid pay the doctor office like we did for a hundred years. I'm Kelly Bennett. April is National Safe Digging Month. Mississippi 811 would like to remind you that the leading cause of harm to underground facilities is excavation damage. While pipeline operators and other underground facility owners are committed to raising awareness of underground damage prevention, everyone has a responsibility to ensure safe digging practices. Mississippi 811 reminds you to call at least two days before you dig, respect utility markers on your dig site, and dig safely. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. We supply businesses with well-qualified and skilled workers who are ready and willing to work. When you hire a job seeker with a disability, we offer no-cost job training customized for your company's needs. Our business specialists can provide training and information on tax incentives and workplace accommodations. For more information, visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. Partner with us and provide opportunities for Mississippians with disabilities. As the border crisis grows, there have been concerns that migrants will be transported to various states. During an interview with Paul Gallo on Supertalk Mississippi, Governor Tate Reeves says it's been made very clear that Mississippi has no interest in housing them. Having said that, I think 
based upon my call with a number of Republican governors, that a lot of Republican governors have made that clear to the administration and they've completely ignored them and they're putting them in private facilities in other states and I am hopeful that that does not happen in Mississippi. He said the situation at the border is President Biden's crisis. We have done everything we can to make sure that they understand that the border crisis, and it is a crisis, that is the Biden border crisis and President Biden needs to fix it. He doesn't need to turn to the states and ask us to fix his problem. Border Patrol officials say in March alone, over 172,000 migrants were apprehended. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Hour 2. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this Friday Eve. Joining us now, restaurateur, chef, columnist, author, Mr. Robert St. John. Good up. Oh, excuse me. Good morning, Robert. How are you doing today? <laughs> Check your meat, Robert. Hello? We're checking it. Here we go. There we go. Got you, man. There we go. Got you, man. Sorry about that. I've been on I've been on uh, Zoom calls uh, for probably two hours a day for the last, you know, thirteen months and uh I'm still every once in a while hitting on mute. Sorry about that. I was uh I was in the radio business myself and I know how bad dead air is. So uh, I, when I was in radio and I would uh, forget and, and not turn the mic back on, I'd always come back from the break and said that was the sound of silence from Simon and Garfunkel. So, uh, sorry about your dead air there. I had you on mute. Um, but yeah, it's good to be here. Good to be here this morning. All right, so tell us uh, what's going on in the restaurant industry. Lots of reports about 
uh, restaurant owners f- uh, having trouble finding workers uh, to fill the ranks, and some have reduced their hours to accommodate that. Uh, some are uh, even shutting down for uh, and only operating certain days of the week, uh, all because they're having a hard time yeah. getting folks. So one of the things I see going on, Robert, and then I'll let you address this, is as everybody kind of returns and recovers from being shut down, we're all going after the same pool of people at the same time. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's kind of a perfect storm of several things. And what's going on is there, you know, the federal government is still paying um, $300 a week and the state government is paying uh, $250, $225 a week. And so people are getting, for unemployment, $525 a week uh, still. That was supposed to end in March, and uh, Congress extended that through September back. Right. Uh, right. You remember when that happened about four or five weeks ago? And so you've got that going on. And then here in Hattiesburg uh, with Southern Miss, uh, my alma mater is University of Southern Mississippi. We're located directly across the street. Most of our restaurants are, and there there are hardly any students on campus. And and we employ a lot of students. And uh, Southern Miss students uh, work and get jobs like I did when I was in school. And so you've got that going on. And then uh, the stimulus money came, and so people are kind of flush with cash in this moment, and kind of maybe. Uh, just looking in the short term and and so it's a perfect storm of a lot of things happening at once but if you think about it the $525 in unemployment um, you know you can get a job uh, washing dishes at $10 an hour make 400 a week before taxes or you know you can you know get that 525 from the government and and not and uh, back you know we've been open I've been in the business 40 years but um, I've been a, an owner for uh, 33 of those. Wow. And wow. back in the old days, uh, when you got unemployment benefits, which is needed, I mean, people lose jobs, you know, there's there's a, a good purpose for unemployment, but it really should be a bridge to get you to another job. And, uh, you know, back in the old days, uh, you had a counselor that you kind of worked with and you, you had to fill out a certain number of applications and and they checked on that and and these days really it's um you know they kind of this is what happens they go on your facebook page and uh people who are receiving unemployment and they you know they fill out an application but then you make appointments this is statewide i've talked to so many restaurateurs so you make like six appointments for to meet with people you get excited and nobody shows up and uh, you mean like for an interview right you're talking about just for an interview just for an interview. Yeah, they, you know, they make appointments for interviews, but then nobody shows up, and and so it's a it's a big challenge. It's it's really nation. I was uh, I'm part of the Independent Restaurant Coalition, and that's uh, a national group, and we we meet uh, every morning during the week. We're meeting this morning. I had people from, you know, California, Colorado, Illinois, all over. It's a it's a national problem right now, and it's uh it, it is rough out yeah. there in the labor market. Yeah. It is. It's interesting. Uh, just an anecdotal situation. I uh, contacted 
the service, uh, the gentleman that owns the service that takes care of my, my lawn, my landscaping and so forth, and and I uh, have a couple of projects I wanted him to address. And, and he said, sure, I'll put you on the list. And I expected that. I know it's, it's spring, he's busy, and folks are getting projects going and so forth. A lot of people delayed those last year. He says, by the way, if you know of anybody that wants to do part or full-time work, you know, that in his business there, please let me know. And uh, he's just one of many of my friends that are uh, the acquaintances that are uh, small business owners that are all uh, singing the same song here. They're having tr- So it looks to me like what I've said, and I'll let you comment on it, Robert, is that you're competing with a government, essentially. That's that's exactly what it is, and you know, um, I think probably in retrospect, uh, you know, what should have happened is that the federal government should have really looked at it uh, as a state by state situation. Portland, I mean, Oregon is shut down right now. California is mostly shut down. Mississippi is wide open. Right. I mean, we are open for right. business. Everybody's running at a hundred percent. We need people, so. Maybe Oregon and California need unemployment payments because people aren't working and they're shut down. Mississippi, um, you know, is open. And and so they didn't make that decision. But what we've got to do and what I would and it's not just restaurants. It's not just a restaurant. Like you said, it's it's boutiques, it's department stores, it's manufacturing, uh, it's plants. And um, and so what we need to do is make sure that we let our. Uh, congressional delegation in the Senate and the House know that when this ends in September, this additional benefit that's been going on for over a year ends in September, it needs to end it. So they don't need to extend that again. It really shouldn't have been extended in Mississippi uh, in March because, you know, people, We what we've got to do is get the free market capital system back up and running. You know, I think there was justification last year through July 31st for that $600 payment. You know, everything was really completely, totally shut down. And But but sometime we've got to ramp it back up and get to where businesses are hiring and, and, and paying people and not the government uh, paying people. Uh, if we keep doing it much longer, then we're creating a pretty dangerous situation. Yeah, to- totally agree. So, what what are your plans? Last time you and I talked, you had the project going on uh, down in Fondren. You still got that going on? What you what are you thinking about there? What are you thinking about there? Oh, absolutely. We are. Uh, you know, construction costs have gone way up. We yeah. we put that project yeah. on hold uh, this time last year when COVID hit, and ramped it back up a couple of months ago. And you know. Steel prices have skyrocketed, and you know, just a sheet of plywood that I think was about thirty-five bucks this time last year is around eighty-something dollars now. Crazy. So, we're Crazy. we're we're going full bore ahead. I mean, we're excited. We are we're coming to Fondren. We're we're reopening the Capri Theater uh, with reclining seats, full bar, appetizers. Next door to that on North State in Fondren, we're building a 10-lane bowling alley. Uh, we've got a restaurant and bar in there, similar to Crescent City Grill in Hattiesburg. We're putting in a tiki bar. And then on the uh, the right side, the north side of the Capri, where the old Texaco station is, we're putting in uh, our concept that's Ed's Burger Joint. It's got a rooftop bar on it. So it's really uh, an entertainment complex, and we're adding parking in that area, which is sorely needed. And and so, I mean, the business in Mississippi 
is is ramped up and and we are we are rolling I, the IRC call I referred to earlier with the, these people across the country they gave a report today and you know this this part of the country was 50% open these guys were only 25% and 6 feet apart and you know Mississippi we're we're open for business right now and it, and it's great we've just got to get back to uh, a more normal um, system as far as the free market goes and 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 letting business hire people and and get them hired and and get people working but yeah. we've, we've got a big project yeah. going on in Hattiesburg too so very exciting robert thanks so much for joining us today and appreciate your insight on this situation and we'll just keep uh, hoping and praying we get things back to normal have a good day my friend good day my friend jordan you keep up the good work buddy you got it robert st john he is a classic and a treasure for the state of Mississippi. We appreciate him joining us and got to get the government the hell out of the way, folks. That's just the bottom line. We'll be back with the JT Show. Stay with us. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Here's Uncle Si. Bugs can be a problem. Then you got the termites. They got big teeth. Like this barn, it would probably take them all maybe three or four days to eat this barn down and there wouldn't be nothing but the tin left laying on the ground. Bunch of sawdust. That's all they leave behind, sawdust. I mean, bugs have I got in my beard? Hopefully none. Is that what's been moving? We got a tough crowd here, boys. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years, the Havard Pest Control, the difference. 
At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. here with a special invitation to join us weekly morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. across Mississippi and those in the neighboring states that tune in that are pumping their fists at that right now. we got lots of Rawhide fans that listen in, <laughs> and it is a staple here on the JT Show on TV theme show Thursday, uh, a.k.a. Friday Eve. Gerard and Rhino in the Superdog Studios. Mike in Gulfport wanted to know, sorry I didn't get to this, ask when the Capri is opening. My first date with wife there in October 1966. That's very cool. Sorry I didn't get to that. I think he paused it, if I'm not mistaken, but what we got today is that he's full speed ahead with construction. So I would think within the year. Pretty cool complex and development, though, with the restaurants and the bowling alley, 10 10 lanes. That's going to be neat. Uh, it will be a shot in the arm to that area, which uh, sorely needs it. Uh, we've got some other uh, uh, text here on the ceasefire text line. I think the un- the extended unemployment is an attempt to force higher minimum wages. That from Jim. And let's see, someone else said the same thing. Uh, yeah, this is on the 662. The in- I mean, it already kind of has. You go to certain fast food places and they have signs on the door or on the drive-thru saying, hey, we're hiring $8 or eight fifty, and then closers are like an extra 50 cents. Yeah. Which, that's more than a minimum wage. Yeah, present benefits in the state of Mississippi, given the federal supplement, computes out to about twenty eight grand a year. So $15 is... A little over thirty. So I, you know, I don't know that it is. I'm just going to say what I think this is is all politically motivated. And remember, all these policies that are advanced, certainly by the Democrats, they're they're not an attempt to really help anybody. They don't care. I mean, let's just be honest. It's all about power. So what they get to say in the next election cycle is we gave you extended employment benefits those Republicans were against it. They wanted you to starve, die in the streets. That's what you're going to get. That's what this is about. It's, it's not some diabolical, nefarious plot to say, well, if we raise unemployment benefits, this will force the private sector to get on board 
Because remember, a lot of states already have a minimum wage that is there. So when you, you look at a state like ours, and, and in the South where it's not as prevalent, uh, it, it's just a small population there. And, and it's not, so it's not a sweeping. Which, uh, when you get to that conversation, you, you inevitably have to, to look at the fact that federally mandating a minimum wage is one of the least effective ways to benefit the working class of America. Because, say, say the feds come out tomorrow and say it's $15 an hour, minimum wage across the board, that's still not enough to live in New York. That's still not enough to make it in L.A. Right. But that's way more than you need somewhere like Mississippi or Alabama or Tennessee. And that's the, that's the fundamental foundation. For a minimum wage. Yeah, it's the fundamental foundational problem of trying to set a federal minimum wage, which, by the way, very few workers actually earn the minimum wage. Yeah, it's something like 2 2.5% of the entire workforce. Right. And it's for the most part, it's temporary. So all this lip service and rhetoric you hear out of the Democrats, everyone that works 40 hours a week is entitled to a living wage. That's always their, their talking point, justification for it. They're talking about referring to what in actuality is a small fragment of the workforce. And, and, it's, and minimum wage in those jobs are not intended to be permanent. They make it sound like... You know, it's it's someone that's earning that, that there are just a widespread cases of people that are earning minimum wage that are taking care of, you know, f- four people at home in a family. Not saying that doesn't exist, but that's that's not typical. They, they always try to, to paint it and convey it as that, that we just have a, a large segment of the working population fits into that scenario. And that's just not, that's absolutely false. It's not true. Uh, But that does seem to follow the logic of Democrats, where the actions of one or a few, you can draw conclusions on the many. They latch onto it. They run with it. They promote it. Party of inclusion sure does like stereotyping. No question. Uh, We need a maximum wage, just from Ricky and Jackson, that you make anything over that, you will have to pay your employees. Well, that would pretty much kill the economy. And that... That also demonstrates, Ricky, you don't believe in free markets. You don't believe in free enterprise. You don't believe in the markets sorting that out. You don't like who you work for because you don't think they pay you fairly? Don't work there. Plenty of other jobs. Such a policy, I would have never started a business. And i got to tell you, I don't think ever in my 33 years I was the highest paid person in my company. I can't remember a year where I was. And I'm not... I'm not whining about that, complaining. I accept that. I knew, like I said, you know, that delayed gratitude, uh, delayed gratification, excuse me. <laughs> that concept, I adopted that. I, I was willing to do that, knowing that eventually, by treating my people that way, that that would build, that was building value for me personally. I just had to wait a long time to benefit from that. Happy that I did that, not not complaining whatsoever. But that that's that's really a, would be a democrat policy and it would be because there are some democrats that, that of course buy into the notion that there should be no profit. That there that we just should ban profit 
I've played the tape before, right here on the air, with, at the Democrat National Convention in 2012, where Peter Schiff was interviewing people amongst the crowd. Yeah, I'm for banning profit. I mean, that's how idiotic they are. So we have some sound here while we're on the subject from AOC talking about the Green New Deal. And she spoke for seven minutes, but here's a, a small excerpt. It's not just human-caused. It's societally-caused. Cli- the climate crisis is a crisis born of injustice, and it is a crisis born of the pursuit of profit at any and all human and ecological cost. That's right. Which means that we must recognize in legislation that the trampling of indigenous rights is a cause of climate change. The, the trampling of racial justice is a cause of climate change because we are allowing people and we are allowing ourselves to make sure, to, we are allowing folks to deny ourselves human rights and deny people the right to health care, the right to housing and education. So I'm so thrilled. Again, I'm so thankful to each of our um, our record high level of congressional co-sponsors. <laughs> we are now at 103 House co-sponsors. So basically what the congresswoman is saying is that it's it's the fault of capitalism. That's why that's why the climate is crashing, is changing, is going to kill us. The planet is just going to shrivel up and die. It's capitalism. That's what she's saying. Oh, and by the way, that's racist. What's not? See, here's the deal. If everything is racist, if everything is climate change, then nothing is. There's no such thing. So, Ricky and Jackson... Because everything's infrastructure. Exactly. And everything's... In. He said, sometimes you got to hit the person with the object to prove your point. I, I got you. That was not uh, evident in your text to us there, Ricky. He says, I do believe in a free market. I own my own business. Appreciate that. Thanks for the clarification. But you hopefully you understand when you text stuff in like that, it's not contextualized. So what you know what we do? We reimagine it. <laughs> uh, but so why can't these idiots recognize and accept that it's because of capitalism, exclusively because of capitalism, that we enjoy the quality of life and and the level of wealth that exists in this country, which is, I would argue, through the years, through the decades, not perfect from a free market perspective, but certainly the most. And they want to kill it. Of course, after it's created all this bounty, then it's easy to say, is Sandy's there with her red lipstick on and all the products that made up her face and her hair and her face. But she's and her got Starbucks. a plan to save the post office. Oh my god. We're gonna have pen pals. <laughs> oh geez, you gotta tell us about that after the break when we come back, and then the phone lines are gonna open. 888. 888- 808-8637. The JT Show continues after these messages. Down at Fraggle Rock. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 69, a slight chance of rain tonight, low around 50. Your Friday, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 70 degrees. Saturday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 77. And for your Sunday, sunny skies, high near 77. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. The Sheraton Flow Wood will be hosting a job fair. We're hiring for positions in food and beverage, housekeeping, finance, sales, engineering, and front office. The job fair will be at the Sheraton Flow Wood at 2200 Refuge Boulevard in Flowood on Friday, April 23rd from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, April 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And also on Friday, April 30th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, May 1st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can also apply online at aimbridgehospitality.com. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save on boat, RV, and motorcycle batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Acoustic Wave Treatment Center offers an affordable, non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Call today to schedule your appointment, 601-944-5585, or go to AcousticWaveMS.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Senate is forming a committee to study the elimination of the income tax. Senator Daniel Sparks dismissed the notion that the formation of the committee is kicking the can down the road. And I would like to see us be able to cut the personal income tax, but we definitely need to evaluate what that means at every level. House Speaker Philip Gunn says this will be his top priority in next year's session. Between 2016 and 2020, Mississippi paid Centene over a billion dollars to manage Medicaid health insurance benefits. Last year alone, the company took in $111 billion. There is now an investigation into whether the company and its subsidiaries have overcharged taxpayers or worse. Representative Becky Curry told us she's never understood why Centene was brought in. We hired a middleman instead of putting our dollars, you know, having a doctor's office bill Medicaid, Medicaid pay the doctor's office like we did for a hundred years. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't want to miss. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show continues Super Talk Mississippi on the ceasefire text line from the 662. What about the agricultural industry that works 40 hours by lunch Tuesday? What wage do they deserve? I tell you what wage everybody deserves. Whatever the market will bear. And it ain't just the agricultural industry. I can't tell you the number of times I spent the night in my office. Never went home. Just get up, shave, comb the hair, go back at it again. Weekends, not, and I'm not complaining. Just give me, I'm just saying that there are a lot of people that work very long hours. It's not about how long you work. It's not about how hard you work. That does not translate to dollars. Value does. Simple as that. The market determines your value. Your work product is a commodity. The market determines your value, and that's what you're entitled to make. What the market dictates. Not what the government says, not what the unions say, what the market says. Simple as that. It's no different than the other side of that equation, the revenue side. What should you be able to sell a good or service for? What the market will pay for it that is sustainable to the business, simple as that. It works great. There is no more fair model. There is no better arbiter of price and wage than the market. 
And every time government tries to tune it and tweak it, distort it, manipulate it, intervene in it, they screw it up bad. And we all get poorer. That's what happens every single damn time. It's not even up for debate. But they think they can. It's Sandy Cortez. Oh, yeah. She, uh, she came This is not anything new. She came up with this idea to save the post office with what she calls a national progressive pen pal program. Hello, everyone. I have been thinking about ways to help you help the post office. And I think I've got an idea, and I'm interested in hearing your thoughts. So one of the best ways to support the post office is to buy stamps. What do you all think? Would you guys be down and excited if I set up a national progressive pen pal program, um, do all the work of connecting you to somebody else? We would offer maybe some conversation prompts or postcard prompts and even like a printable postcard format. You just send it out. Uh, would you guys be down? Do you like that idea? Would you be down? There's <laughs> just the small problem of precision, which I guess is racist, but the math doesn't hold up when you even do some simple napkin math on that because, well, the post office is in debt about, what, three billion bucks? And let's just make it easy math. A stamp costs 50 cents, even though it's, what, 55 now? And the population of America's nice round numbers, 330 million. That's about 15 postcards per person in the U.S., no matter their age, no matter whether or not they're progressive or not. So I guess if you limit it to just progressives and being generous, put that at half the population, that means every progressive would have to spend pretty much all day long sending 30 to 45 postcards. You're, and of course, just you, to just to make up the you're just already the, built you're, up debt. The debt, right? The post office lost eight point eight billion in nineteen two thousand nineteen, the last fiscal year they reported. Eight point eight billion. They have lost sixty nine billion over the prior eleven years, and the only reason they don't have more debt is because they essentially get subsidized by income taxes. Income taxes subsidize the operation of the post office. So imagine if you're in business, folks, you just say, well, it's okay if I lose money because I'll get subsidized. There's no such thing as losing money for a federal agency. And this is a revenue-generating agency that stands on its own. It's different in that respect. It, it is a bad economic model. It just doesn't work. And why does it have all that debt? I'll tell you why. Pensions. Defined benefit plans, we've talked about it before, these egregious pensions that cannot be covered, not even remotely close, by the amount paid into the pension funds, plus the, the return on the investments that the pensions are allowed to make on behalf of postal workers. That's why. And I'm not, look, I know we got a couple of post office workers that that listen to the show, not being critical of them. I'm just talking about the economics. I'm just addressing not the post office, not its service, which I think is critical and necessary. I'm just talking about the economics and Sandy Cortez's lunatic idea.
Because this is what Sandy doesn't understand that the folks out there that have run a business do. You see, just because you all go buy stamps, now if you just throw them away, I would argue that, yeah, her idea might have a little bit of merit, but if you in fact send a piece of mail, there are costs associated with that. And if you overwhelmed, which is what this would do, their resources, their resources to process and deliver, well then, that means you've got to go hire more people, invest in more facilities and processing equipment and so forth, and systems. That costs money. So she never, they never think about the expense side of things. We have a saying in uh, my industry, which is, you know, we, we lose a little bit on every sale, but we make it up in volume. That's what this is. They lose a little bit on every sale, but if we just increase the volume, no. You're just losing more is all you're doing. It's, it's just unbelievable. Brian and Madison says, if we can't get term limits, can we at least make it a prerequisite that anyone who runs for office have a real job in the real world for a minimum of 10 years? It's extremely hard to take advice from some of these people. Like Sandy who's never signed the front end of a check, has no idea what goes into that. None. And comes up with these lame-brain schemes, and now thinks if the the government just centrally planned the economy, which is what the Green New Deal is, let's, let's just be honest, it ain't got squat to do with climate change. That's such a secondary deal. Which, by the way, I think, Rhino, it's Earth Day. It is. Thursday, and I saw somewhere where a whole bunch of people with pink wheelbarrows were going to take poop and drop it off on the front steps of the Capitol because they didn't like Biden's plan. <laughs> what? Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so this is from a postal worker. It says the post office loses money every year because Congress will not let us make changes to fix the problem. We can't change anything without congressional approval. That's true. Uh, y- yeah, I tell you. Though, do the math. I've analyzed their financial statements. You go look at the pensions until that problem's fixed, there's nothing you could do. You could certainly make some changes, such as Amazon, who gets a, a, a big deal. Trump always criticizes for it because of that, the way that's the last mile delivery that they leveraged there. Sure, you could do that. You know what would happen? They would just go into the last mile delivery business. They're already doing it. And so, Again, I would argue it's a function of the market. And so even if Congress made some of these changes, there's no guarantee. In fact, I would argue the guarantee is you would see less volume, which is already a problem in the post office. They're experiencing decreases and declines in volume, but their expenses ain't going down, especially the pensions they're on the hook for. If I'm not mistaken, the decrease in volume has been the justification for the increase in stamp price. It is That is correct. We just don't mail as much anymore. So, I mean, those are just normal evolutions driven by innovation. But according to Sandy, we're not going to have, if Sandy gets her way, we won't have any more innovation and invention because the government's going to be in charge and capitalism will be out the window. Where do you think it all came from, Sandy? Good grief. Certainly didn't come from China. Hell no. Which I was reading an article, I think it was last night or two nights ago. One of their greatest in, greatest entrepreneurial endeavors they've had in the last decade was this concept of buses. 
that could make their way through traffic by having a, a certain structure of the bus that goes over the top of other vehicles. Yeah. It's like a moving bridge, but it's a bus. They got billions of investment. It was vaporware. It never got off the ground. Because they couldn't steal enough info from actual capitalist countries to make it work. Because <laughs> they don't make anything themselves. That's absolutely true. They just it, steal it and they repurpose did, it. They, they, would, they would crash as a society if they didn't steal innovation uh, from capitalistic, mainly ours. Georgia the jungle! I remember that so well. We got more to talk about here on the JT Show. Please stay with us. Final segment, second hour after this. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Katherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 $5, sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Spring cleanup can be easy, fun, and affordable with the all-star John Deere compact tractor package from Mississippi, Arkansas Ag. The John Deere 3025E tractor plus loader, box blade, rotary cutter, and a trailer will keep you ahead of the game at just $291 per month with 0% financing for 72 months. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offering so far 2021. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Your market report. Building on the success of the Bayer Carbon Program launched last summer, the company announced this week enhancements to the program providing new opportunities for U.S. growers to participate for the 2021-22 program season. Highlights include a significant geographic expansion, nearly doubling the number of states where growers are eligible to participate, and for the first time, growers who have previously adopted some climate-smart farming practices also may be able to enroll those acres in the program. The Bayer Carbon Program takes farmer-centric approach by offering growers simplicity, certainty, and flexibility by paying U.S. farmers for implementing climate-smart farming methods such as strip or no-till cover crops, which help sequester carbon in the soil. Farmers receive guaranteed payments and are rewarded for how they produce and not just what they produce. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is a Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. 
concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. Taz Meter Hour, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. I'm back. I told you I was coming back. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Lester Holt here, <laughs> Brian Williams, from the moon, <laughs> Joe Biden says the vaccine slowdown may impact July 4th, no July 4th, meanwhile, the CDC director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, says, we're looking at outdoor masking, huh? I tell you what, you got to get up pretty early in the morning to get out in front of that Joe Biden and the CDC director here and Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I tell you. Yeah, let's, let's relitigate one of the few claims that is actually well understood about this dang disease that outdoors it's tough to catch it. And when Rhino played that audio of Sandy Cortez. That's actually from a video. You may have seen it, folks, where she's out. It looks like, is that the Washington Monument in the background? That's what it looks like to me. They're out on the on the pond there, right? Yeah, out on the mall. Yeah, on the mall. And to her right, as you're facing the screen to the left, that's Ed Markey, Senator Ed Markey. What a buffoon that guy is. I don't know who that is behind him. But they're out in the middle of this brilliant sunshine with the wind blowing, and they all got those stupid masks on. They look stupid. It's it's the, that's become the ultimate pompous moral superiority virtue signaling sanctimonious condescending message. I got a mask on. I'm outside and I got my mask on. And when Biden talks, you were talking about it earlier with them. Somebody said, I can only read the sign language. I can't hear what he's saying. He's got that stupid mask on outside at a podium and it's what it sounds like. Charlie Brown's teacher. Why, 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 why? We got to find that every time we talk about you know, it. You, you know why Democrats wear masks all the time, right? No. 
because they have diarrhea of the mouth. They need a face diaper. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This mask stuff outside is insanity. What I tell you, the, the most stark contrast to me was this weekend, and it reminded me of it last night. I was sitting down. Uh, at my golf club, uh, catching a little bit of the Braves. It was on the TV. I didn't put it on there. The Braves were playing the Yankees. I guess there's uh, inter interleague play. Interleague play going on. Yeah. So you got Atlanta playing in New York at the Yankees, and there's nobody there in the seats at Yankee Stadium. There are a few there, and they're spread out, and they got those stupid masks on outside, and the umpires, stupid masks, of course. But I couldn't help but think about the attendance at the Ole Miss State game this past weekend in Starkville. It exceeded that in Yankee Stadium. Of course, I'm sure they're looking at us and saying, you're killing people at the baseball game. Well, that's because liberals have a foundational misunderstanding of the severity of COVID-19. Complete misunderstanding. You, I mean, they've, they've done surveys and ask, what are your political beliefs and what are your thoughts on different severities of COVID-19? It's something like 70, maybe 75% of Democrats believe that it's a 50-50 chance you're going to die if you catch it. Unbelievable. Well, that's the same group of people that thinks, and we haven't talked about this today, but we will in the final hour. This is the same group of people that thinks that law enforcement in this country are just on a witch hunt and killing thousands of black people, like, every day. They just refuse to accept the empirical data. Oh, they're out just hunting them down every day. That's what they think. These same people have no idea what the reality is with respect to COVID, I believe. Uh, one of our listeners says, well, where were the masks during the Floyd family press conference? That's Thomas and Greenwood. Well, I, yeah, I noticed that as well, but it's just different levels of this in-your-face, I'm better than you because I'm outside and I don't have anybody within a thousand feet of me, but I got a mask on. Better than you. That's what that says to me. It's just crazy. Paint it black, Mick Jagger. We'll take a break right here. We got Super Talk News, Fox News coming your way. We'll be back on the JT Show after that. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Lillian Wu, the family of Dante Wright preparing for his funeral in Minneapolis a week after he was shot to death during a traffic stop. In which Wright fought with officers, one of whom, according to the city's former police chief, mistook her taser for her gun, firing a single deadly shot. Wright's mother is calling for accountability. But even then, when that happens, if that even happens, 
we're still going to bury our son. The officer involved, Kim Potter, resigned and now faces a second-degree manslaughter charge. Fox's Jeff Finasso and the suspect in a mass shooting at a Boulder, Colorado supermarket last month gets over 40 more felony charges filed against him. Counts one through nine are murder in the first degree counts for each of the civilians who were killed outside and inside King Supers on March 22nd. District Attorney Michael Doherty, America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The push for the Green New Deal is in full swing. Mississippi Congressman Michael Guest calls it a job killer. It will make Americans less competitive and is estimated to cost as much as $90 trillion. Medicaid expansion through the initiative process would be a major mistake, according to Governor Tate Reeves. Even if the federal government at some point in the future said we're no longer going to pay 90%, we're not even going to pay 75%, we're going to pay 0%, then the taxpayers of Mississippi would be on the hook for what is a $7 billion program. Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney thinks any expansion of the program should be handled by the legislature. If you do it wrong, the public needs to know their private insurance premiums are going to go up because the hospitals would demand more money out of private insurance. If enough signatures are collected to get the issue on the ballot in 2022, the expansion would become part of the state constitution. I'm Kelly Bennett. Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. 
McDonald's restaurants across Mississippi want to hire over 4,000 employees over the next three months. As an incentive, employees can participate in the company's Arch Waste Opportunity Program. Last year, over $600,000 in tuition assistance was given to 289 employees across Mississippi, Western Tennessee, and Northeast Arkansas. To apply or for more information, see the story at supertalk.fm. Fifteen school districts are getting new school buses thanks to the Department of Environmental Quality. The award of over $350,000 will fund the purchase of new diesel-powered buses, replacing older buses to reduce harmful emissions. Since 2009, the department's diesel school bus replacement program has awarded over $1.3 million to more than 50 school districts, leading to the purchase of over 100 new buses. For all the latest Mississippi updates, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Visit Ridgeland presents the Art, Wine, and Wheels weekend, April 30th through May 2nd at the Renaissance at Colony Park. Events include Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, Natchez Trace Century Ride, and a Friday night, April 30th kickoff party. Visit ArtWineAndWheels.com. Follow Visit Ridgeland on Facebook. Hashtag Visit MS Responsibly. I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch, and this is National Crime Victims Rights Week. Last year, my office served over 2,200 crime victims. If you've been the victim of a crime, we can help you. Visit Attorney General Lynn Fitch. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. everyone the jt show hour three plowing into the afternoon gerard and rhino in the super talk studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music on this friday eve Woo-hoo. almost there yep scott in rankin county says there's a hundred percent chance that if you're born you will die good point yes what's we- the saying don't take life so seriously because you won't get out alive that's a good point. Yeah. JB in Houston, he says, masks, period, are stupid. Show me the evidence that they prevent COVID. I know many who diligently wore their mask and still got the virus. Insanity. I'll only say to that, JB, that there, there are uh, skilled, educated, credentialed, whatever you want to call them, people scientists, doctors, etc., that line up on both sides of that argument. There's no 100% consensus. And the other 
point I guess I would make is that what has constantly been communicated and conveyed is that the purpose of a mask is not to protect you, but to protect you from infecting others. So, Because of the nature of the disease and the fact that you can spread it even if you aren't symptomatic. And it is, I think, recently, if I'm not mistaken, Rhino, there was was it the CDC or the National Institute of Health? One of those organizations came out and said the vast majority of spread is caused by um, aerosol uh, of the virus particles themselves being shed from your mouth and nose, and that this idea of shaking hands even and and surface transmission, pretty much for the most part, it's coming out of your head, is what they said. So. Um, I don't know. The, the scientists line up on both sides of the argument. Uh, to me, the issue, however, is I think it's fairly well established that the level of risk outside is virtually nil, right? Especially with UV. Oh, yeah. you. If you are in a park with even a minimal breeze, you would have to be making out with somebody that had COVID to catch it. So I have an issue with that. I also have an issue, as does Rand Paul. He's called Fauci to task on this, with this idea of you're vaccinated, but you're still running around with a mask on. And and Paul, as you recall, in that little hearing and dust up with Fauci, we played it on the air, said it was theater. And Fauci got bent out of shape about that when he told him, there, there you go with the theater again. He said, well, it is. You're double masking and you've been vaccinated. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz and I think it was Mike Lee were together. You remember we, we talked about that and re- reporters at a little press conference and reporters said, you don't have your mask on. And he said, I've been vaccinated. I'm not wearing my mask. So, and it's Joe would Biden you, Would you in put the it on to make us feel better? You can always back up. <laughs> That's what he said. You don't have to be here. Make us feel better. And, and this Joe Biden and Kamala that are running around, and they're not even within 20 feet of each other, and there's nobody close to him in the White House, and he's got that stupid mask on at the podium. He, he's already hard to understand when he's talking, uh, but I don't know. So that's where I have an issue more than anything, is just this kind of double standard. It's, it's overdoing it, I think. It's, it's become... As we said, this virtue signaling and it's become hyperbolic and it, it's just a it's a flashpoint and it's almost like a distinction. You see, these people over here they're masked people. They're better than you, and these people over here they're not. You're inferior. We're divided by masks, which is nuts in my view. So I saw someone with a mesh mask. It was see through. <laughs> <laughs> that on the ceasefire text line. Wade and Jackson says Steve Perry had the best rock voice of all time. Totally agree, Wade. Oh, man. Let's see. Dave from Ripley says, one of these days, Gerard, you're going to go cuckoo birds reading all this breaking news. <laughs> it, um, You know, I, I come in and I get emotional and fired up here on the air. I hope that doesn't bother anybody because I, I care. And I hope that comes through. And I, and I call it like I see it. Um, you may not agree with me. That's fine. That's, that's kind of, it's an opinion show. You express yours when you, folks that text in and call us, and we express ours. And 
That's how things get done, in my view. But I don't. I respect everybody's right to have an opinion and to express it. And I don't think less of anybody because they don't agree with me. I, I wish that were true in our political discourse. Who was it, Lester Holt, the other day that said fairness is overrated? Now, he's a news guy. He's not an opinion guy. We're opinion here. Let's make the distinction. We're opinion, not news. Of course we, we share news with you. But that's not our primary focus here. He is. He's an anchor of a major television network. And he says, oh, that fairness is overrated. Huh? You're just a hack, that is what you're saying. It's okay to lie. So the latest scam is that they edited the 911 call, right, in video of this. It, I think it was a 16-year-old. Yeah. I said 15 yesterday. You were right, 16-year-old, that uh, was shot by a police officer. Because she was about to stick a knife into somebody. And so NBC edited it because it supports their agenda. But they're being untruthful. You're a news source. Because, you know, if they were fair by showing and sharing the entire clip, well, that may not elicit the response they want. Therefore, it's okay. That fairness is overrated. Because our agenda, of course, is to abolish police and abolish prisons. Because, you know, they're irredeemable, and it, that event is representative of the systemic racism that exists in law enforcement and our judicial system. Horse hockey. That would have happened regardless of race. If you truly cared, people... Lester Holt, about the well-being and the lives of others, especially in the black community, you would take a look at what the hell happens in like a Chicago every day. It's off the chart across America's cities, the homicide rate. April to date, April to date, by the way, Chicago crime, this is from the Chicago newspaper, shot and killed 39, just in April, shot and wounded 176, total shot 215, homicides 43, just in April, just this week, between 418, that's when the week begins in the, in the measurement system, and 424, Shot and killed, 6. Shot and wounded, 24. Total shot, 30. Total homicide, 6. Get off your butt. Get out of that studio. What does he make, Rhino? Two, three million dollars a year? Guarantee you. And this guy's got the nerve to lecture us about systemic racism? This is an African-American man that's making a jag of money at a major news network? Go to Chicago. Put your money where your mouth is. Go talk to the people that are killing themselves every day. This is ridiculous. And you're all focused on this one police officer that saved another person's life. Why don't we talk With about LeBron texting out a picture or tweeting out a picture uh, of the officer saying, You're next. You're next. Com- 
completely How about he just shut up and dribble? That I'm tired of hearing what he has to say because he'll do his homework except when it actually matters or except when it actually impacts his paycheck because he loves making that million-dollar paycheck from Nike who's using slave labor in China to make his shoes. He doesn't care because he's being enriched by it. Enriched by it. China's making him rich. There's no question. The ratings for the NBA have just fallen off the chart. NBA, MLB, but especially the NBA. Valerie Jarrett, the hack that she is, tweeted, a black teenage girl named Makia Bryant was killed because a police officer immediately decided to shoot her multiple times in order to break up a knife fight. A knife fight? When another person lunges at another with a knife? Who in the other person's unarmed? That's an attempted stabbing. You could, and if she died, it would be murder, which is likely depending on where you thrust that knife in her body. It's not like Lincoln; he wasn't in a gunfight with John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> what an idiot, Valerie Jarrett! You're a hack. We'll take a break right here. Charlie Brown bumping us out. We'll come back with more talk on the JT Show. Please stay with us. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is your truck and Jeep headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. Your truck and Jeep HQ. Whether you're looking for a two-wheel drive, 4x4, or a diesel, come check out our amazing truck selection. Every brand, every size, lifted and customized. We've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. We're sure to have exactly what you're looking for because we are your truck and Jeep HQ. That credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit's Specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your truck and Jeep HQ at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See you for details with proof. Mississippi Braves baseball is back and will welcome fans to Trustmark Park beginning Tuesday, May 4th at 6.35 p.m. Get ready for the return of Thirsty Thursday. Premium giveaway items every Friday night. Post-game fireworks on Saturdays and matinee baseball each Sunday. Season tickets, flex plans, group outings, sweet nights, and partnership opportunities are available now by calling 601-932-8788 or by visiting Mississippi Braves. Braves.com. See the next generation of Atlanta Braves stars like Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna Jr., and more right here at Trustmark Park. Baseball returns on Tuesday, May 4th. Mississippi Braves baseball. Let's play. 
144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The switches are thrown. The signals are given. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Johnny Olson speaking for the star-studded Big Money Match Game 78. And now, here's the star of Match Game, Gene Rayburn, with that eight-foot mic. <laughs> Get ready to match the stars. Richard Dawson. That was a great show. Still comes on the Game Show Network. Yeah, they got one of the Baldwin brothers doing it, don't they? I think he's hosting. Yeah, I think that's right. It's still a great concept. It's a great show. Oh, Valerie Jarrett. She got me fired up. What's the other one? I, I read it, too. This is Bree Newsome. Uh, she's an actor, is she not? And an activist. She's I an, have no yeah. idea. But read, I found this. Too. Read it. Uh, read. She, she tweeted out, teenagers have been having wait, fights. Wait, wait, wait. Read what her moniker is first. Let's see here. Artist, grassroots organizer, free black woman, scaled 30-foot flagpole and removed the South Carolina Confederate flag in protest on June 27, 2015. And her handle? Her handle is defund and abolish police, there refund our communities. Go ahead. My bad. <laughs> her tweet. Yep. Her asinine tweet. Teenagers have been having fights, including fights involving knives, for eons. We do not need police to address these situations by showing up to the scene and using a weapon against one of the teenagers. Y'all need help. I mean, seriously. Oh, so it's just... Not to be outdone, Kathy Griffin chimed in. Warning! How in the hell does this police officer think it's a good idea to fire shots blindly into a group of teenagers having a fight? Yes, one of them had a knife. Oh, that never happened in your school or neighborhood? She didn't deserve to die. What about the girl getting wait, stabbed? Wait, wait, Did wait, she wait, deserve wait, wait. to die? I gotta tell you. I don't remember seeing kids in high school running around wielding knives at each other. What, what did I miss out on that? It was what, did I just live a sheltered life? That's okay. That's what they're saying. It's just normal teenage behavior. They run around, they stick knives in each other's guts. Really? That's normal? Why don't we we never seem to go after the root cause? Why is a 16-year-old attacking another one with a knife? Why was that 13-year-old in an alley with a knife, a gun? Why? Where the hell are the parents? Oh, I forgot. There are no parents. Silly me. 13-year-old certainly can't purchase that firearm. Nope. I can't. It would, as a father, it would just rot me to the core to know that my teenager 
was involved in a scuffle with a knife. And if you watch the video, she intended to stick that knife in such a way to cause harm, if not death. How could you deny that? There's no question. But that's okay. It's only okay because it fit the narrative. It hit the left's jackpot. We need some jackpot music. Ding, 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 ding. Because it's a white police officer and a black victim. Jackpot. What's going on that I just read in Chicago? <laughs> that doesn't matter. I would also argue, had this been a white girl, 15-year-old girl, it wouldn't even make the news outside of Columbus, the local area. But, man, when it fits that narrative, that profile, it's like, it's like match game. You just match. Jackpot. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, you mean like April 15th of this year, which is a week ago when in College Park, Maryland, a 16-year-old boy was shot and killed by a Maryland state trooper? The kid was an honor student, loved cooking, but he had an airsoft gun and a knife and was threatening. So why didn't that make the news? Because the kid was white. Oh, I see. Well, I tell you what, the National Fraternal Order of Police, not sure if you guys saw this tweet, they called out LeBron. And I applaud him for it. I'm going to read it. At King James, with his vast resources and influence, should educate himself and, frankly, has a responsibility to do so on the facts before weighing in. This is disgraceful and extremely reckless. The officer saved a young girl's life. No amount of gaslighting will change that fact. They are absolutely right. If he truly cared, get your butt off of the basketball court and go into these cities and talk to these people. What the hell are you doing running around with a knife? Why are you attacking other human beings with a knife? Why is the, is the kid in Ohio in the alley, wasn't it Ohio, I think, uh, in the alley, why was he submitting to this I think it was some gang ritual now it's been revealed, if I'm not mistaken. He was running around with a 21-year-old trying to coerce that person into a gang. And look, that's not a secret, right? There's some rite of passage in some gangs. you got to go kill somebody. Usually it's blood in, blood out. Go address that if you cared. Get off the Twitter. That ain't solving any problems. These same people, of course absolutely excoriated Donald Trump for being on Twitter all the time. If you cared, get your butt out of your little cushy little gazillion dollar world and go into the city and stop this crap. They'll listen to you. They won't listen to me and Rhino and our listeners. He doesn't have the gonads to stand up to Xi Jinping. What do you think he would do in an inner city situation? Won't even acknowledge or admit to the crimes against humanity that that communist state has been perpetrating for decades. Won't even admit it. Oh, can't do that. But we can move the Major League Baseball game. I'm tired Championed of it. by a woman that still thinks the governorship was stolen from her. Uh, yeah, exactly. Stacey Abrams. Oh, but there, we got to get over there. There's no fraud. Oh, that's laughable. 
No voting irregularities. It's insane. It's from the ceasefire text line. What? Why were the police called if this happens all the time? I agree. I completely agree. I, it's like I said. Evidently, it's not working. And, and Joe Biden standing up in front of the country and the world and describing this country as being awash with inherent systemic racism. Well, how did we get here, Joe? You've been in government your whole dang life. That's on you, buddy. It didn't just start. It's just what they want you to believe. This didn't exist till Donald Trump got elected. Really? Well, then why do we keep going back 100 years? I've never heard Donald Trump say the denigrating things about the African-American population I've heard come out of Joe Biden's mouth in the halls of Congress. Exactly. Yeah, some of the stuff he said back in the 90s, I think, didn't want his, didn't want his kids to go to schools, which he described as jungles. Are you kidding me? Why does he get a pass? Why does he get a pass? That doesn't make any sense. Because he's got a D by his name. Well, like Lester Holt says, fairness is overrated. He should know, because he's unfair. Just simple as that. Man, oh man. I tell you, we're headed to a point where we're going to have a problem getting people, good people, to be officers, police officers. And what they, what they want to do, let's make no mistake, they want to federalize policing. It, you, these conversations shouldn't be occurring at the federal level. Like, um, our, is our Attorney General now, right, that's going to investigate um, Minneapolis for this one idiot, Chauvin. The, the, the conclusion is the entire department is corrupt. We got to go investigate. Systemic racism. I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. Less of it exists in this country than any other on the planet. Yet we're always the target. Our UN ambassador acknowledges it and apologizes to the rest of the world for this country. I like. I like the Trump approach, frankly. This is one of the things I liked about Trump. There's a lot of things I didn't, but this is the one thing I liked. Is that he always understood, dude, you guys owe us. We're taking care of your butts in every way. You know, I've talked about it before um, here on the air, folks. The, the one thing that, I guess, got me to truly support the president is one of those first economic summits. And you remember the video of them walking up to where they were going to meet uh, out uh, in the in the public, they're all the all the world leaders at the economic summit. <laughs> he pushed them all aside, pulled his coat up, said, "No, the United States leader leads this deal. We're in the front of the pack. That's the way it ought to be. We sit around and bow to the other countries. How good is that for our children? They're getting taught to hate this country. I hate them for it." And I don't hate anybody. Mm. That's not making this country better. Sanford and Son bumps us out of this segment. I'm going to get a drink of water and come back. We'll continue. 30 minutes left on the JT Show. Please stay with us. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 69, a slight chance of rain tonight, low around 50. Your Friday, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 70 degrees. Saturday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 77. And for your Sunday, sunny skies, high near 77. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Yellow here for AC Experts and William Overstreet. I've never seen anybody more thorough. 28 years experience in everything from maintenance to installation with upfront pricing on everything. Discounts for senior citizens, military first responders. Count on William at AC Experts at 769-237-COOL. You can email theacexperts at yahoo.com and on Facebook at AC Experts. And if you mention me, you'll get $50 off your service call. And if you didn't get the number, tweet me or text me personally and I'll send you the contact. For the AC Experts, highly recommended. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. The Sheraton Flow Wood will be hosting a job fair. We're hiring for positions in food and beverage, housekeeping, finance, sales, engineering, and front office. The job fair will be at the Sheraton Flow Wood at 2200 Refuge Boulevard in Flowwood on Friday, April 20th. 23rd from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, April 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and also on Friday, April 30th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, May 1st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can also apply online at aimbridgehospitality.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The push for the Green New Deal is in full swing. Mississippi Congressman Michael Guest calls it a job killer. It will make Americans less competitive and is estimated to cost as much as $90 trillion. Medicaid expansion through the initiative process would be a major mistake, according to Governor Tate Reeves. Even if the federal government at some point in the future said we're no longer going to pay 90%, we're not even going to pay 75%, we're going to pay 0%, then the taxpayers of Mississippi would be on the hook for what is a $7 billion program. Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney thinks any expansion of the program should be handled by the legislature. If you do it wrong, the public needs to know their private insurance premiums are going to go up because the hospitals would demand more money out of private insurance. If enough signatures are collected to get the issue on the ballot in 2022, the expansion would become part of the state constitution. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat, so if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties, if it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Mr. Rockford, this is the Thomas Crowell School of Dance and Contemporary Etiquette. We aren't going to call again. Now, you want these free lessons or what? This is Mrs. Lindis. Three times this month I come to clean and it always looks like people been fighting in there. Furniture broke, things tipped over, I'm sorry, but I quit. Hey, Jim, it's me. Susie Lewis from the laundromat. You said you were going to call and it's been two weeks. What's wrong? You lose my number? This is Shirley from the bank. The answers are no, no, and yes. No, we won't loan you money. No, we won't accept any cosigners. And yes, your account's overdrawn. I get off at 4.30. <laughs> you got to be smooth to get with a banker and you ain't got any money. <laughs> exactly. I get off at 4.30. <laughs> Pay no attention that your account's overdrawn and we ain't loaning you any money. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got fired up today. Uh, look, uh, to those that I may have offended, I will apologize. I don't think I did. I hope not. I get fired up because I care. No other reason. It's just I, I'm sick of what I'm witnessing. I'm tired of people in power, people with a mic, people with influence telling us, Americans, that we're just bad. We're evil. We're wicked. We're irredeemable. And everything about our history is abhorrent. I'm tired of it. At what, but what's even more bothersome is that we're sending our children to schools where they're teaching this garbage. And now the Department of Education, don't know if folks have seen this, but priorities from the Education Department released earlier this week, and I'm quoting, projects that incorporate racially, ethnically, culturally, and linguistically diverse perspectives into teaching and learning. What the heck happened to the three R's? 
But you know what this means. Translation. This will be instruction that teaches children to hate Americans. To hate America. It will teach some races, you're just bad when you were born. You're, you're vilified. And they will teach others, you're permanent victim. You got no chance. Because you live in a country that doesn't provide you any opportunity. That is systemically structured against you. Your fate in life is predetermined. Don't even try. That's what they want to teach. And here's what they're going to do. They're going to attach money to this. You mark my word. And if schools across this country, this is going to become an issue. And I know my many friends in the legislature and in positions of statewide office, they listen. You mark my word. They will have to make some tough decisions here because the federal government's going to tie money that we need, that we presently utilize to fund our education, our public education in this state, all states. And if you don't incorporate this, you think Common Core was a big deal? That ain't nothing compared to this. You wait till the requirement is you have to teach children to hate their country. Because that's what they're doing. You have to teach children to see everything through the lens of race. It's all about what you look like. The zip code you live in. Everything will. It's the exact opposite of what Dr. Martin Luther King taught us that I've said many times. And I'm going to keep referring to that because he is held up, and rightfully so, as the gold standard for civil rights, for equality. And I agree with that tenet. Judging people by the content of their character and not the color of their skin. And what they're teaching is just the opposite. To the point where your outcome in life is determined based on that, not your value proposition. And I know that's a, that's a business term, but it's the best one I can apply. Not your performance not your contribution to society, not the extent to which you serve your fellow man, and I ain't going to say woman, I'm going to say man to include all of humanity. Cancel me if you don't like it. <laughs> but, but we're rapidly shifting away from that. And you see, the, what's happening is that it, this has been prevalent in higher ed for a while. I think that's well known. And the last and final frontier is the K-12. We're already seeing that happening. Sports, you mark my word, and the military. We're already seeing it. Sports, right? They're all woked up. Wokeutopia. Already seeing it. It's going to make its way. You watch. Down to the lower levels in sports. It's in professional you're going to see it. That's the final frontier. The idea is, consistent with Marxist theory, to eliminate meritocracy. What kind of world would that be in? Is there no better feeling people than walking away from a job you do? It doesn't matter what it is, or some endeavor, some, some competition, or just work. Or, I don't know, going to school and taking a test. I mean, think about your life and your life's experiences, and how good it feels to succeed at something, to produce something. 
to delight others. Isn't that what God teaches us as well? You should be rewarded for delighting others? I think that's the way it works. Is that not foundational to capitalism? You don't delight others. You go broke. It's just simple as that. Isn't that the way it should work? But the left is trying to transition us away from that in the name of equity. And feelings. Oh, my gosh. Feelings. What you feel like. What you identify as. But in the, in the context of feelings, I'm going to say it again, there's no better feeling than the personal satisfaction of achieving something, of completing something. But that requires hard work and delayed gratification, both of which are racist. Oh, I see. So imagine you show up as a... Think about our audience. I, I would invite you. Think about your school experience, and you showed up. And the first thing you're told is... You're, first, you're divided into groups, affinity groups now, is what they call them. And you're divided into groups, and this group's told you're all victims. You're, you're just, you got no chance. And the other group's told you're all oppressors. You're all inherently racist. You hate people. Think about that. What kind of school experience is that? Why are we corrupting people, young, youngsters? They shouldn't have to deal with that. Youth is a time to live without concerns, without worry. you got plenty of time uh, to worry and to be stressed out as an adult. It's hard. And government can't fix it. They make it worse. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. But th what's happening to our children, Just it kills me. It just does. I think I may have sent you some audio, Rhino, I'm not sure if you can find it, from the conversation between a, the math teacher at this Grace Bible Church, which we talked about a few weeks ago, this, this ridiculous critical race theory nonsense that they were implementing, which does exactly what I've been talking about. There's a conversation now that's gone viral, the audio of it has, between a math teacher who says, I'm done, and the headmaster of the school where the headmaster, he acknowledges what's going on. And you can tell, there's lots of people that disagree with this nonsense. They're just afraid to speak up. I'm speaking up. I'll take the lead on it. I'll speak up. I'll call it out for what it is. And I challenge anybody to tell me, oh, well, then you're a racist. No, find something. Research my background. Look through my business resume. Talk to the people that work for me. Talk to my customers, my vendors. That's the litmus test, not what I tell you, what others do. That's all of our litmus tests. And ultimately, it's what God thinks. But this guy gets in a conversation his name is Rossi. I think his name's Paul Rossi. And I can remember it because I played baseball in St. Joe back in the 70s. And our right fielder was named Paul Rossi. <laughs> Good friend of mine, maybe listening. You got it? Here we go. About having a single experience where you make sense of it, right? And having a teacher, an authority figure, talk to you endlessly 
every year telling you that because you have whiteness, you are associated with evils, all these different evils. These are moral evils. It's not the same as taking like a physical thing because it doesn't affect your 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 moral value. That's the problem. The 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 fact is that I'm agreeing with you that there has been a demonization that we need to get our hands around in the way in which people are doing this understanding. Okay, so you agree that you we're demonizing kids? We're demonizing um, kid. We're, we're demonizing white people for being born. So, just so you know, folks, that last statement: we're demonizing white people for being born. That's the headmaster of this sixty thousand dollar a year school that is ostensibly affiliated with the Episcopal Church. It's a Christian oriented school, huh? You're de you're telling kids we're demonizing you. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra. Available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Morgenstown has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. 
Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridge Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridge Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridge Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Cooling out with the former lady, got the special sauce. That's what she's my baby. Hour, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Listen carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. To the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of WKRP. I sing it in the morning when I walk out the door to my wife. I'm living on the air. <laughs> that actually aired its final episode in 1982 on April 21st. Missed it by a day. I'll be darn. Interesting. We got a giveaway here, don't we? Oh, yeah. We got some tickets to give away, so get your texting fingers ready. Concerts are finally returning to Mississippi. And on Saturday, yes, this Saturday, not tomorrow, but the next day, you can catch the Twilight Concert Series, over eight hours of music in the beautiful Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland. You'll hear the Almond Betts Band, Cedric Burnside, and more as they take the stage for this incredible event. And since you'll be Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland, you'll be surrounded by incredible dining and shopping. So, get your texting fingers ready. Be the sixth person to text in the special word, and you'll win your tickets. The text line is 601-879-4395, and be the sixth person to text the word almond, and you'll get six tickets to check out the Twilight Concert Series. A-L-M-O-N-D? A-L-L-M-A-N. Oh, the all, I said almond, brother. Yeah. I, my bad. On the ceasefire text line, if they don't love you, Gerard, they can go love themselves. <laughs> Let's see, uh, Mike from Brandon Gerard. No one could ever replace JT. Agree, but you do a hell of a job. Appreciate that, Mike. Thanks so much for listening. 
Uh, Rhino and Gerard is on the uh, C Spire text line from the 662. I listen every day and appreciate your passion for our great country. I'm with you. Thanks so much, Ray Shannon. Appreciate you listening. And, you know, in our little little sliver of the, the world of this country, we're just trying to get the truth out there. And, and uh, folks may not agree, and that's fine. Like I said, I respect them. Thomas and Greenwood said, feelings are for chumps, sage wisdom. <laughs> Jim and Pascagoula says, you tell it like it is, no apology necessary. Thank you. Appreciate that, Jimmy, and thanks for listen, listening. Uh, they will merely say that you got where you are because of white privilege, Gerard. That from Tom and Carthage. Never mind the fact that you worked your butt off to get there. I, I will never apologize. And I, I did. And I look, did I have a lot of help? Sure. Did we take care of those people? Sure. You know the best way to be successful in business? Is to make your people successful. You treat them right. They treat your customers right. It treats the company right. I said it a million times when I was raising money on Wall Street. And I would always preface it with the statement, you know, I don't have to go to Harvard like all you guys did (laughs) to understand this very simple concept. even had a slide that showed it that depicted it, that that relationship. It's true. It's easy. Just treat people the way you want to be treated. It was our guiding principle. Isn't that what God tells us? You think that girl with a knife was adhering to that? That principle yesterday? Day before yesterday? No. Because nobody ever taught her. Maybe that's the problem. We never address the root cause. Because addressing the root cause, there's no money and power in that. And it usually resu- it usually results in an uncomfortable conversation. Because it involves somebody taking responsibility, and responsibility is a bad word. Ah, that's racist, I'm sure. It's right? got to be. Uh, uh, climate change? Infrastructure? Yeah, some one of those. Yeah. If you defund the police and get rid of... Of or readjust the mentality of the military, they can have a democrat socialist military. That's how Germany, China, and Russia control their countries. That on the ceasefire text line from the 901. Yeah, I think there is some truth to that. I agree. And this implementation and requirement to undergo this critical race theory stuff in the military is disturbing. And I think we're going to have a Congressman Kelly on pretty soon, he being a military person. I want to ask him about that. That's very disturbing. It's like just same in schools. Instead of learning concepts and content and subject matter that helps you and ensures you're a productive citizen, and you're productive by how? Producing value and, and service, serving and delighting your fellow man. Instead of that... We're telling you what it means to be of the particular race and economic status and zip code and other physical attributes. And so now our military, shouldn't they be worried about like keeping the bad guys from blowing us up? Did I miss something somewhere there? Isn't that the purpose? As I've said before, it's either to deter it or to fight against it. Well, that's not happening when they're going through this stupid training. Well, that requires existing in reality instead of fantasy land, and Democrats love to live in fantasy land. And you talk to anybody in the military, they don't care about the race of their brothers. Not not a one of them does. Because they'll die if they do. Yeah, and everybody bleeds taught. red. Unbelievable. 
We are out of time today. We're going to go calm down. At least I am. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow, Will, Rhino, and I. It'll be Friday. Stay safe. God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.